Hello and welcome. Please join me as I look upon this one earth and its many paths. As the clock ticks, so do I. These are the ramblings of Bionic Carol. I think I screwed that up a bit. I've had a couple beers. Um, I'm sitting outside enjoying this nice cool breeze in my backyard. No, I'm not infecting anyone, nor getting infected to my knowledge. I may be coughing because I am about to smoke a cigarette and I have smoker's cough and have a tendency to smoke, <laughs> cough when I smoke. So here I am lighting up a delicious cigarette. <sighs> Getting ready to ramble. Are you ready? So I haven't decided um, what I'm going to call this podcast. I haven't decided if I'm actually going to publish it. Oh, so many things undecided. <clears throat> so, I live in Pennsylvania, as most know. Lands down, to be exact. And we are on, quote-unquote, shutdown. I mean, we're not home quarantine yet, but I'm sure that's coming. Uh, but all non-essential. And I put that in quotes because every job is essential. All non-essential jobs are officially closed. They've been closed since, I believe, last Tuesday. Today is Saturday. If my brain is comprehending the days of the week properly, today is Saturday, March 21st, 2020. And it is 9.19 p.m. And that was me holding in a beer burp in case I picked that up. <coughs> Told you I'd be coughing. Um, low. I decided to... Um, do this podcast outside because I felt that I got a little over the top last time. Um, I get very passionate about my opinions and thoughts and whatnot. And I get very loud and emotional. And I want people to be able to listen in and not burst their eardrums. I don't want to get sued. So what did I do today? Well, obviously Terry, a cook... You know, he was off from work. He's off from work for a while. Same as me. And we decided to watch Ayn Rand's uh, three-part Atlas Shrugged. Um, Fucking phenomenal. Just, I mean, it gets confusing because each part, it's, it's in three parts, and each part has a different set of actors for the same characters, and it's fucking confusing for people like myself that have memory issues and so i did have to have terry keep telling me who the fuck everybody was now there are a lot of you know theories as to why they chose different actors for each um part uh one of the ones that i have you know i lean towards believing is that is what terry told me and that is the fact that the government did not like the idea of this movie being made or, you know, these movies being made and basically the actors and actresses were put under threat of being blackballed, blacklisted, however you want to put it, uh, if they continued on to the next segment. So there are three parts. Atlas Shrugged Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. Ah, fitting. I guess it was about six hours total. Um, we were going to watch 1 and 2 today and then watch 3 tomorrow. Terry's seen them. He actually never got to see part three, so that was exciting for him. But, um, 
once I get in on a subject, I kind of have to go all in, especially with my memory issues. And um, so we watched all three parts today. And it was fucking phenomenal. I have to say that. Um, I mean, this was... This is based on the book by Ayn Rand. And I recommend that everyone, everyone read it. Um, Now look, I've tried to read it a couple of times and I got lost for a while. Well, guess what, folks? It's free on audiobooks. You can listen to it. So what I, my plan is I'm going to listen to the book. I'm going to read the book. And then I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch the movies again because they are powerful and they have a powerful message for all of us. Now, if we're Facebook friends, you'll see that I shared a few excerpts from the movies because I felt they were important. I feel like they are mirroring what's happening in our world today. And, you know, I'm not really good with fucking dates and whatnot. If I'm remembering correctly, I believe Terry said that it was written in 1957. Again, I could be wrong. All I know is written a long ass time ago and it fucking relates. It, it is so. Like, I was losing my mind while watching this movie because I'm just like, holy fuck, this is, you know, this is basically what's happening now. Um, with regards to government overreach and government intrusion. <sighs> Maybe there will come a day when people walk away. Um, didn't mean for that to rhyme. Maybe people that have the abilities and skill sets and intelligence levels, you know, maybe they will walk away from us. And then we're all fucked, um, to be quite frank and honest with you. We'd be fucked if all the smart, intelligent, uh, emotionally stable, you know, if they just walked away. If all the painters and the architects and everything else, um... Terry's texting me where'd I go. Ah, uh, I'm out back. You heard the door open. You saw me grab a beer and my ciggies. Where do you think I'm at? Hope they don't lock me out. Um But I, I you know, what's funny to me is I was all for our government for a long ass time. I felt that they could do no wrong. I felt that Whatever the government says must be law. We must abide. We must obey. I felt that for the longest time. Um, From the top, you know, president, vice president, Congress, state senators, all that. Down to the police officers and the FBI and, you know, all that shit. I 100,000% believed in the system. Completely, blindly so. For a long, long time. And I probably said this in the last episode, or at least in one of my prior episodes. But that changed for me when I saw how corrupt the family court system is. And they are. They are. They're gender biased and they're corrupt. There are. Hundreds, thousands of capable fathers out there uh, that are not getting time with their children because of the gender bias. Children are being held for ransom. And if the fathers can't afford the child support, 
then they the kids miss out on their father and the father misses out on the kids and it's fucked up and it's wrong you have some mothers out there that are more abusive to their children than you could even imagine and they get away with it not only do they get away with it but they get paid to abuse their child and what do i mean by that well father goes to court Shows the judge, shows everybody, you know, here's exhibits A through Z on the bruising and the burn marks and, you know, the tears that my children cry and the fact that they are terrified of their mother and here's the evidence and here's the videos and here's the pictures and here's the screenshots and the judge doesn't want to see it. The judge, no, the mother can do no wrong, no matter what. Now... You know, more mothers are out there fucking killing their kids, so now it's becoming more. But why are we waiting for that to happen? Why are we waiting until that part happens? It should be, it's not a fair and just system. And when I heard the judge tell my fiance, you're a father, you have no rights. I mean, my fucking jaw dropped to the floor that literally a judge said that. And I was just like, holy fuck, in that moment. And up until that point, honestly, as much as I love Terry, up until that point, I thought maybe he was exaggerating. Maybe the system wasn't out to get him as a father. Maybe he just felt that way because his ex-wife is a cunt. That's really where my mindset was. But I sat in the courtroom and I sat there and my fucking jaw dropped to the floor when the judge said, you're a father. You don't have rights in Pennsylvania. I was like, are you fucking serious? And when Terry tried to explain that the amount that they were demanding of him was just too much, he didn't have, he doesn't have it. I mean, when I met this guy, he was eating fucking ramen noodles three days, you know, three times a day if he could afford it. If not, he was eating it for lunch and dinner, not having breakfast, not having proper nutrition, not, you know... He was living in a one-bedroom efficiency, doing everything he could to pay the ransom to his ex-wife. And all he was gifted, gifted, was a 15-minute telephone conversation. How fucked is that? And we're not talking, you know, 50 bucks a month like some of these guys get, you know. We're, we're, I I don't want to give too many details, but we're talking about over $800 a month. No, no, we're not. I'm lying. It's over over 700 under 800 a month, every month. Um, and Terry's been through a lot of shit. I mean, he tried to explain to the judge about his time, you know, being homeless and blah, 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 blah. And the judge was just like, we don't care. I mean, he probably said it, or she probably said it, you know, with more cooth or whatever. But basically... He was looked upon as a deadbeat dad that didn't want to fucking take care of his kid. And that's the furthest, furthest thing from the truth. I mean, this guy would fucking crawl through glass and fucking eat fire and do whatever it took just to have that 15-minute telephone conversation, which was stolen from him. He doesn't even get that anymore. And it's a really fucked up situation because... No matter what, he would never, ever deny his son anything. And maybe one day his son will 
be told the truth. But he's not the kind of dad that's going to sit there and badmouth the mom. He's not. He's a good man. And, you know, he pays the ransom every month. And I call it a ransom because, look, I understand there are deadbeat dads. There are deadbeat moms. I understand that. But then there are the cases where all the other party wants is the money at the end of the day. And this lady makes, I mean, $50, $60 an hour. Whereas Terry makes not even a third of that, if I'm doing the math right. Maybe he makes a third of that. I don't know. I'm not really good with math, especially after a couple of beers. But we're just going to say he makes a lot fucking less an hour. And this bitch has a huge ass house. And, you know, if the kid wants a $1,000 computer just to play video games, he's got it. He wants a $200 pair of sneakers. He's got it. Two days later, oh, I got a scuff mark on these sneakers, Mom. Can I get another $200 pair of sneakers? Absolutely. Meanwhile, this guy is over here eating fucking ramen and is denied access to his son. And his son doesn't know that his father was homeless. His son doesn't know that he ate out of trash cans and did, did side jobs just so he could afford his cell phone just so he could have those 15 minutes on the phone with him every night. And this bitch is a power hungry bitch. I mean, she, her, she was very, you know, those calls were from 6.45 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's it. Oh, you're working at 6.45? Not my problem. You don't get to talk to your son today. How fucked up is that? And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, go hire an attorney. With what money? All the money goes towards child support. And as I said, he does not complain about supporting his son. He wants to do whatever he can do to support his son. He loves his son. His son is the most important thing in his life. He would die for his son. And I don't say that lately. And I know I totally went off topic here, but anyway, let's go, let's circle back here. That moment in that courtroom when the judge said, you don't have rights, you're a father. And second, the, the second most obscene thing I heard this judge say was, child support isn't based on what you make, it's based on what you should be making. At your age, in your career, you should be making X amount of dollars. Now, I guess when you're a judge, you don't understand that our economy sucks, and that nobody has savings anymore, and nobody, uh, there's people going homeless every fucking day because they can't afford the life that they could afford up until this point. Everything is upside down. But I guess when you're a judge, that doesn't cross your mind. And she said, based on your age and the job that you're in, the career that you're in, quote unquote here, you should be making more. And so your child support is based off what you should be making, not on what you make. Cricket. Okay. My face was on the floor. I sat there. I was shocked. Now, this is the same court. Now, we had to go down there. Okay. I think it was, he was $2 short one month. $2. And they're real ball busters up in that county. And I'm not going to name the county because God forbid somebody fucking realizes who Terry is and who I am in connection to him. I've already probably said too much, but 
They had the audacity and balls to demand $5,000 in cash be brought to the courthouse in cash, $5,000 in cash, or a warrant would be issued against him for arrest, okay? So not only is he paying a ransom every month for not even being able to see his son, and now it's to the point where he can't even talk to his son, but then he had to pay $5,000 in cash to not go to jail because he was $2 short. So that was the first awakening that I had that our justice, quote-unquote, judicial, you know, justice system, that our judicial system, that our family court system is fucked. Not to mention all the cases you see on TV where these women are beating their kids to death or drowning them or whatever, and they are able-bodied fathers that wanted their children, that begged the courts for their children, okay? And either the mother kills them or the kids aren't wind up in foster care or they wind up getting adopted, even though they have an able-bodied father willing and able and wanting desperately to be in their children's lives. These kids get pushed off to home after home after home, and they wind up getting abused there. They wind up getting killed there. And the father is just like, I'm right here. How many times do you hear about this? Now, honestly, you may say to yourself, I don't hear about it. That's the problem. Okay, now if you were to actually do the research and look into it and read up on it, you would be, you might be shocked. Or you might be somebody like me that recognizes that the system is severely flawed. I got an email from somebody that's running for some part of office, or not an email, a text message. It was like, oh, will you support so-and-so? I don't even remember the guy's name. I wonder how they got my cell phone number. But I texted back. Sure, if you overhaul the family court system, if you actually take a look at the gender bias, if you take a look at how men are treated, I am a strong supporter, as you guys know from my previous posts, of not only father's rights, but men's rights in general. Because I feel men are taken advantage of. I mean, look at this whole Johnny Depp bullshit. That bitch beat him up, hit him with the door... Apparently, she tried to cut his finger off or did cut his finger. I I couldn't even listen to it anymore because I was so disgusted that this bitch got away with so much because she has a vagina. Now, she had a penis and she was doing that to a woman. woman. Jail. Immediately. Do not pass go. There will not even need to be an investigation. As long as the allegation is there, the man is guilty. And you can't tell me I'm wrong because how many men, I'm serious, I gotta find the websites and actually like read them out to you because, like another figure out here, time and time again, it doesn't matter the crime, it could be rape, it could be burglary, it could be murder, time and time again, DNA evidence is now releasing these men from jail. And this is in, like, eyewitness cases where they, these women are like, no, it was definitely him, 100%, it was him, it was him, it was him, I know it, I recognize his face, that was him, that's the man that hurt me, and they say it over and over and over again, and these men get locked away 10, 15, 20 years, years, people, and then it comes out, oops, we made a mistake, the DNA actually belongs to someone else, 
you weren't the perpetrator. But they, there was no need to look further into it because the woman pointed her finger to the man. So obviously, he's guilty. And, and this isn't even, I mean, shit. How many times have we heard in the last five, ten years about women who, you know, make accusations? Uh, about a man oh he molested me he raped me he did this to me and then you find out actually she was a vindictive ex or a vindictive employee and it was all bullshit or she didn't want daddy finding out she lost her virginity at 16 so she decided to make it into a rape and they they don't get the women don't get punished the guys their lives are destroyed their scholarships are taken from them and then it comes out weeks months years later that oh for whatever reason it was made up the guy was innocent his life is already fucking destroyed she gets off scot free now look i've been called an internalized misogynistic person I have been called to you next Tuesday. I have been called a bitch. I have been called a lot of things. Because I, I stand up for men's rights. But I need you to understand something. I will stand up and for and beside anyone being wronged. If there, you know, if there's a female being wronged by the system, by her ex, by whoever, I'm going to stand by her. But I'm not going to just assume that she is a victim. You know, we talk about equality, how we want equality, and we want, you know, uh, but we don't. I do, honestly. I, I, and I have it. I have it. In fact, it's, it's worse because, like I said, I have women that, you know, curse me out and call me disgusting names because I stand up for men. And it's just like, lady, if, if it was, if the shoe was on the other foot and you were getting shit on by a guy, I would stand next to you. I would stand up for you. I would speak up for you. So why can't I do it for the males as well? I, so anyway, so long story short, too late. That was the beginning of my aha moment. When I saw things that I really, honestly, there's a part of me that wishes that I didn't know. And it's fucked up that I'm saying that. But I want to believe in our justice system. I want to believe that society doesn't see one gender as a victim and one gender as the perpetrator. I don't want to, I don't want to live in that world. I don't want to see that. I want my blinders back on. I don't want the knowledge that I have because it hurts. It hurts to see the men in my life go through this. It hurts to see the women in my life who actually do get victimized, who actually do go through this. They're not believed because so many women out there are just making a joke out of the system. Making a joke out of the crimes. Uh, here's an example for you. There's an episode of The Office where, if you're not familiar with the show, there's this one chick on there named Kelly Kapoor. And she gets caught making up bad reviews for two of the sales guys, Jim and Dwight, okay? She gets caught. She, she gets found out. She They didn't go to a party that she had over the summer. And she was upset. So she lied and said customers gave them bad reviews. And in a sales position, that's bad, you know. Um, 
So their their numbers went down. She made it all up. And when they confronted her about it, in with the boss, she says, I was raped. And that is supposed to be funny. That's supposed to be amusing to people that a woman would say that in a completely unrelated that that's supposed to be funny. And I'm just like, is this fucking for real right now? This is the shit that men are dealing with. It has, you know, and and real victims. This is the shit that they're dealing with. So that, like I said, the whole court system and shit, that's what kind of woke me up as to what's really going on in our judicial system. And it disgusts me. And the more I look into it, the more I pissed off I get. <sighs> but anyway, so I watched the three parts of Atlas Shrugged this morning, or this afternoon, and it was great, and I highly recommend it. Um, if we're Facebook friends, and you want to check out a couple of the clips that I shared, awesome. Uh, like I said, I really feel that it ties into what's going on now, because I honestly feel like This whole corona thing, as devastating as death can be. Um, that's a wrong choice of phrase there. As devastating as death is. Death is a part of life. It's like we sign a contract. When we're born, from that moment forward, we're dying. And, you know, I'm not saying go out there and hug everyone and lick poles and lick the street and you know, uh, huddle in masses. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that corona doesn't exist. I'm not saying that at all. Obviously, it exists. People are fucking dying. People are getting sick. People are going to the hospital. On that same line of thought, I don't think it's as bad as our government is making it out to be. And I really feel like the media fucked us all on this. And now I'm stuck at home. For God knows how long. And you might say, well, you're just being a selfish bitch. Oh, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Uh, but I got bills to pay. Everybody out there has bills to pay. And that's what this whole podcast was supposed to be about. And, you know, I keep seeing these uh, articles and videos and live shares from fucking Governor Wolf and all this other horse shit about... Uh, Essential, essential jobs, essential businesses are still open. Well, guess what, buddy? Every job is essential to the person working it. Simple. Everyone has bills to pay. Everyone has what everyone wants and needs to put food in their belly. Wants and needs water. Wants and needs shelter. Wants and need you know. Etc. 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 And to to say that certain people are more essential than the others, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. The CDC told people what they needed to do when this whole thing started. They put sanitizer dispensers next to the elevators in my job, um, throughout the building. You know, they a plan of action was put in place, and the governor shit all over it and said. Well, it doesn't matter if you're sanitizing your hands and washing your hands. It doesn't matter that you're, you know, not going into big crowds and all like that. We don't trust you. 
we don't trust you. So, no more bars, no more restaurants, no more work. And what is that going to do? It's going to drive us all out on the streets. Oh, the gas company and the electric company might let you slide for a couple months while this whole shebang gets dealt with. But what happens? Okay, so let's say the electric company says, okay, look, I know that you're laid off from work for the next two months. So for the next two months, you're not getting a bill. Are they going to wash? Is it going to be a zero? No. No. Why? Because they need their money too. They have bills to pay too. So let's say we go on this thing for two months. Come month number three, when you're finally back at work, now you got all these bills backed up and all of our credit is going to go through the shitter. And I don't know about anyone else, but I have strived so hard over the last five years to get you know, a fair credit score, okay, I was at a poor credit score, and I took out a self-lender loan, and I, you know, I made the payments there, and I got my score up, and I got my score up, and yeah, I was an asshole, I got a couple credit cards, and I went, ooh, I got new clothes, <laughs> so then my credit score <coughs> went from good, it went from poor to fair to good, dropped back down to fair, okay, so, what's going to happen three months from now? My, I don't know, but anyone else, my credit score is probably going to fucking plummet. Because, what are we supposed to do? You go to the grocery store, they don't have toilet paper, they don't have food, you know. It's bullshit. People fucking went around panic buying everything. And I guarantee you, you're going to see shit on eBay and wherever else people are selling, Facebook Market, all those fun places. And, you know, you see the joke, I hope they're jokes, joke videos of people buying, you know, toilet paper on the street and shit. And it's just, this is what they want, though. I really, truly believe that. And five years ago, I would not have this thought. But I truly believe the government wants us poor, ignorant, and dependent upon them. Because if we're dependent upon them, then we're going to agree with whatever they say to get what we need from them. What do I mean? Okay. Well, a couple days ago or a week ago, I don't... Time means nothing anymore. Mr. Romney... Came out with that, I think every adult American should get $1,000... Because of the coronavirus. So every adult should get a thousand dollars from the government. And I'm just like, are you fucking for real right now? No, we should not. The people that are homeless, that have nowhere to go, that are out there with this quote unquote virus, they need the money. Our streets that are covered in potholes that keep causing people to get flat tires and having to replace their tires every other month. That needs funding. Our men and women that serve our country and die for our rights. Their families need, you know, money for their funerals and everything else. And those that come back that have wind up with PTSD and all other, you know, with, with missing limbs and have, you know, all kinds of medical bills and, 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 and they need, you know, mental health and physical therapy and all that. They need the money. 
but just because X, Y, and Z, we deserve a thousand dollars. Are you? Why are you trying to buy us? And that was my first thought. And I said, I don't want your fucking money. I want the government. I want the media stop to stop panicking everyone, and I want the government to collectively let their balls drop and actually do something. And that's not shut everything down and make us all poor. Some people are like, close the schools for the rest of the year. You do realize that that's going to wind up leaving your kid a year behind in school. So, like I said, they want us ignorant, broke, and dependent on them. And also, let's just go back real quick to that $1,000 per adult. If you don't think you're going to get taxed on that, if you don't think you're going to have to pay some insane interest or some shit on that, then we are not living in the same country because, honestly, that's what they use any excuse to make money off of us, and it's getting ridiculous. You go to work. You work your ass off like you're supposed to. And you get your pay. And the government says, well... We need a little bit, we, you know, we need some of that. So you pay your, your federal and your state taxes. If you're like me, and you live in the burbs up, now you got to pay taxes on that. Oh, but you work in the city, so now you got to pay taxes on that. Now take your $200 that's left over. I'm exaggerating. Obviously, I make more than that. Take your extra, you know, now you got $200 left, let's say. I always think of the Cosby episode when uh, the dad is with Theo and he's, Teaching about money and taking all the Monopoly money from them. Am I too old? Jesus Christ. Anyway. So you got your leftover 200, let's say. Because that's an easy round number to deal with. Well, you got to get food for the house. Thank fuck they don't tax on food. Okay, so we're lucky there. Thank you, Mr. Government. And they don't tax you on clothes or food. But everything else. You want to get yourself fucking... You want to go out to a restaurant. You, you know, you worked your ass off 60 hours this week. You want to take an hour. You want to take your husband out. You want to take your wife out. You want to take your kids out for a nice, relaxing meal. Well, now there's taxes on that. You want to go and you want to get yourself a, a video game or, you know, music. I don't know if people still do CDs. I do. But you want to go out. You want to go bowling. You want to go have some fun. Get... Get your, you know, relaxation on. Go to the spa. Whatever you do with your money is your business, okay? The point is, not only do they take the taxes directly from your check before you even get it, you get to see it. You get to see the amount on your little stub and go, oh, man, that's a lot of, oh, that's before taxes. Okay, there's my money. Now they're going to tax the remaining dollars you got on every purchase that you make, and you're not free from that buying online. Nope. They get you there, too. What state you're from? Okay. And we're going to take your taxes. Got to take your taxes. It's it's utterly ridiculous. You want to go fishing? You want to go out with your son? You want to go out with your wife and kids? You want to go fishing? Oh, well, you got y'all have to get fishing licenses. Yup. And you got to pay taxes. 
on that. You got to get your permits to fish. You got to get your permits to hunt. You got to get your permits, your permits, your permits. Because the government wants that money. And I swear to God, I'm waiting for a fucking helicopter to fly overhead and shoot me in the face one of these days. Because I'm constantly talking about this. And when I'm talking about it in the house, my Alexa turns on and scares the shit out of me. And I'm just like, yep, she's reporting me to the CIA. I'm going to get taken out. But it hasn't happened yet. So. So you're stuck listening to me drone on, or as I like to say, ramble. So that's the ramble of the evening. I went all over the place as per usual. And if anybody around here is listening to me, they probably think I'm going to go in the house and put on my tinfoil hat. And you know what? Five years ago, listening to me, you know, me five years ago, listening to me now would really think that I was getting fitted for a tinfoil hat. I would not believe in any of this. This is ridiculous. This is insanity, but this is reality. So I'm going to go in now that I've probably frozen all three of my toes because I came down here barefooted like a knucklehead. Post shower, post, you know, mini midlife crisis, gave myself another haircut because, you know, I'm broke ass and I can't afford to go to haircuttery or wherever and get my hair cut. So I took a pair of nice little, you know, nice pair of scissors. And my hair's all uneven. Gave myself a haircut and took care of business. And then I'll go in and glue on the nails that I bought for nine bucks from Amazon. Because I don't want to get that corona. Oh, good luck. And if you believe in them, God bless. These are crazy times we're living in. As you can tell from the echo, I am back in the house. These have been the ramblings of Bionic Carol. As the clock ticks, so do I. Until the government gets me. Just kidding. Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs>